Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Rindo. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, everybody. Do the show, bitch. All right, my friends, we are halfway home on a uh, Tuesday. It's playoff baseball. Starts today all across the uh, the great nation of ours. Four games on the docket today, Benjamin. Can't wait for that. But, yeah, you uh, had teased, got this information on Sunday. My mother-in-law actually sent it to me, and I, it was the first I'd heard of it. Uh, apparently, your old pals, Ben and Woods, were uh, picked. What, what did we win? We won something. Here we go. <laughs> There it is. Good job, Woodsy. Good job, who? What? Woodsy. That's what I said. Good Woodsy. job, Woodsy. Well said, Benjamin. Good job, who? Woodsy. Did you hear that? I heard. You got it clipped, right? Not yet. All right. We'll definitely have to save that. Uh, our beloved Ranch and Coast magazine, Ben. I didn't know we were up for this honor, but we were nominated the uh, best radio personality. Not nominated. No, we, we won. won. Sorry. I think we won. Number we won. one in town. Well, there's two winners. <laughs> yeah, there were two winners, but we're listed first. We I, are. I feel like, you know, grand champion and then runner-up. Okay. Like TV personality, Kimberly Hunt. Kimberly Hunt. KGTV, 10 News, number one. Radio personality, Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Thank Athlete. You. Thank you very much. Juan, Juan Soto. Soto. Edged out Alex Morgan for number one. Uh, then they had, like, the best chef, Jason Nib from 910. Beating out Jeffrey Strauss from Pamplemousse Grill. It's a delicious, delicious. We should meal. be hanging out with. See, I feel like we should be hanging out with all these people. Juan, Alex Morgan, yeah. Kimberly Hunt, Hunt. Jason I, Nib. I wanted to hang out with the chefs and see if they can make us a meal. Um, I, it was such a great honor. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't prepared to make a speech today, but uh, thank you to Ranch and Coast and all who voted. <laughs> I don't know the methodology. It all I know is we won. I'm could happy. Could be like, you know, one writer who just decided he, he really likes us. Could be a reader poll or I have no idea, but it's always nice to win. You know, a lot of the um the best of awards um they're not they're not the most scientific. There's a lot of pay for play in this industry and we've Tons. won some of those, we've lost some of those and I try not to I try not to make too big of a deal, but it's nice. I didn't it's even always, hear about this. It's one. always nice when you get honored. We certainly didn't. Uh, we didn't buy a table at their dinner or anything. No, to win we actually award. won the one that you did have to pay for. Yeah, yeah. we didn't even pay for. Yeah, it. we right. did that once That's too. Right. So you know, it's. I mean, it's always nice to be recognized. Nice to and be appreciated. 
That's wish I had cool. this before the uh, contract negotiation. <laughs> to be honest, what it, what it could have netted me. I screwed that one up. Yeah, I really, really blew that. <laughs> I knew I should have waited. So when does uh, Bruce Bochy come on or Tori Lavula? Are we getting every manager in the wild card series today on the show? Or I've got texts out. Okay, because yeah. we got Skip Schumacher on from the Marlins. Uh, I mean Rob Thompson, if he wants to, you know, reciprocate, and we can just have a back and forth conversation about the series every morning. More than happy to do that on the program. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you can get a major league, a big league manager on in the playoffs, we'd be happy to have you. Right? Ben, you do a great job. Except no, that they're one. not in yet. I mean, they're in. They're waiting. But they're, they're in. Around. They're not playing. Yet. But they're in. They're in. Yes. Yeah. They're in. They're in. I saw someone. Uh, you know, there's a part of him that's. Like, I saw. I think it was Tom who tweeted. I can't. Manager. I can't he, believe. Is. I can't believe the Padres aren't playing today. And I totally could believe it. I would believe that they were one of the teams waiting, Where you been? <laughs> waiting for the wild card round to end yeah. because they had a bye in the first two rounds and they'd start the playoffs this weekend. That was the expectation for this season. Not can you can you sneak in. <laughs> into a wild card spot at the end of the year? Honestly, even if they had pulled off the miracle and and snuck into the playoffs. That doesn't change anything, does it? Would it have changed anything for I you? I mean, I would have been excited as hell well, for course. a playoff game, but I also would have been like, well, we have no shot. I mean, we got Blake Snell, and, you know, after that, what are we, what are we really looking Remember, at here? Lugo play, and, and Waka? They play, okay. Well, I'd, I'd be totally excited. And, they, you know, it's the playoffs. They could win the World Series. You get in, you can win the World Series. But it's a 162-game season. They won 82 games. If they had won, what was it, 84 or 85, they would have gotten in. <laughs> That's essentially the same season, though. That doesn't change anything about the last six months. If they had won three more games, Hell, they you, were only seven games off of last year's win total. You don't, and the two seasons feel worlds apart. That is a great point, Paul. That is an amazing eighty-nine point. last over, year over the course of a hundred and sixty-two. I mean, it's like a miracle games. run at the end, but like, and that's not something to hang your hat on. No, at least for no, me. it's not, but. Yeah, that is an amazing point. Over 162 games, the difference in seven wins is is actually pretty fractional and marginal. It's not it's not the overwhelming difference that it felt like between 2022, which really felt you know pretty good overall as a Padres fan, and 2023, which felt like one of the most horrible seasons you've <laughs> ever endured. Yeah, but percentage wise, fractionally, Padres were like. Eh. Three or four percent worse than last year. I mean, Isn't we're talking crazy? smidgens of difference between last year and this year. Now, when you don't get into the playoffs and you don't have the opportunity to make that magic run in October, well, it changes everything entirely. But over 162 games, you know, statistically, Woods doesn't let me say the phrase, but statistically, in many ways, this year's team was better than last year's team. Correct. Talent, talent wise, the. The, the phrase that should be not named. The, this year's team actually exceeded what last year's team did in the regular season, but never had the opportunity in the postseason and obviously had many, many issues in the clutch and in the close games and in extra innings that ultimately torpedoed And against terrible teams. Right. Against terrible teams. And and the, 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 the teams that were scrounging for the wild card this year, Everyone stepped on themselves. I mean, everyone tripped and fell, you know, down the uh, down the stretch. So it just it makes it all that that much more painful. It was so there for the taking. This is one of those. And again, it's when we talked yesterday about, you know, the the Padres were hedging their bets on getting a lot more financial flexibility 
with a nice, long, sustained playoff run, um, it just never happened. But it was a hedge. That's exactly what they were doing. And, and they lost. They lost the bet, which happens. Now we get to face the consequences. That's, yeah. that's the. I think that's the part that really hurts the most, is that it isn't just missing the playoffs. That hurts enough as a fan. Sure. Because that's what you're excited about. But a lot of times, you know, like if an NFL team has a 1-16 season, you can console yourself, well, at least we're getting the first draft pick and get excited about, you know, the quarterback that's going to be coming in and saving the franchise. There's nothing good coming out of this season. There's less financial flexibility. You're already over the luxury tax, so your draft pick, while not even as important as it is in football, is getting knocked down 10 spaces because of your luxury tax penalties. So there's not you're not getting any benefit out of your bad season at all. You're actually getting punished more for having the bad season because you're not getting the playoff revenue that was going to help you sustain going yeah, forward. It's a double punishment. It is a double punishment this year. <laughs> it really is, man. It really is a double double punishment. You, and you didn't you didn't trade away at the trade deadline to, you know, reload a little bit because yep. you went in and you you kept guys that you're going to lose for nothing now. And that's a triple punishment. It, it's it's the worst of all the worlds here for the Padres yeah. not making the playoffs at the end of the season. Yeah, it really was. And and again, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I will, and I never will. You know, say oh, we probably should have traded this, this, this at the deadline. I know that it was kind of a split down the middle. A lot of people thought, yeah, let's let's do it. But you did kind of see what this team was capable of in one month as they ripped off. You know. They ripped off 20 out of 25 or something to, to play well. Um, not a ton of help from the guys that they brought up, you know, other than maybe Barlow. I mean, Cooper had a couple of good games, but G-Man Choi did basically nothing. Rich well, Hill, I, Rich Hill actually hurt you down the stretch. It's not the acquisitions that irk me as much as not trading Josh Hader, I think, was the biggest mistake. Josh Hader barely contributed he barely at all helped you, yeah. to the run at the end of the season. In fact, some might say he undermined it a little bit in the one time he had a chance to keep <laughs> it going and couldn't come into the game. I'm not going to complain about keeping Blake Snell around for the end of a Cy Young Award run. And, yeah, for sure. You know, we got some enjoyment out of that. We got to see one of the most incredible pitching runs really the game has ever seen by a starter. And yes, they won't end up getting the the prospect or two they might have been able to get for Blake Snell at, in in August, but I I will pay that price. I will pay a a prospect to get to see baseball greatness because isn't that ultimately? I mean, ultimately you want to win a title, but we also go to games to see special things and special players be special on the field. And Blake Snell absolutely did that over the last couple of months of the season, and then and some. Yeah, would you have wanted to see that in a you know? Thank you. A Phillies uniform or some other team's uniform the last couple of months of the season. I, I mean, I'm you glad know where I was sta- in a Padres uniform. Yeah, I mean, you know where I stand on it. it, it he's going to win a Cy Young, and that's great. It sucks that you know you have a guy winning a Cy Young, and he's not going to be a part of your franchise anymore. More than likely, you know, ninety nine percent sure. Stranger things have happened, certainly, but uh, based on on who his agent is, you know, I just it, it, it stands to reason that he's probably gone. Um, and yeah, it's great for him personally. It's a really incredible accomplishment. Winning one in the AL, winning one in the NL, staggering. Just wish he was here. <laughs> you know, wish wish I wish you could really celebrate it. Knowing, oh, great, he's going to be back. We're returning the Cy Young. Uh, he's he's overcome a lot, and he's put up with a lot. 
since he got to San Diego. Sucks that we don't really get to reap the 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 the, the fruits of his labor. You know, other than saying, "Oh yeah, he, our guy won a Cy Young last year. That's cool. He plays for the Rangers now." You know, I mean, that's the tough part. Um, I looking at the playoffs. Other than the the Phillies and Marlins series. Uh, you got the Minnesota Twins, who have lost 18 consecutive playoff games since 2004. It's insane. That's that is incredible. That is absolutely insane. And uh, the Carlos Correa, who's been out the last couple of weeks, they say he's going to play plantar fasciitis, but he's not going to be 100. percent Should try acoustic wave therapy. Is uh, so that's that's interesting right there. Can they finally like exercise their playoff demons and? And win a game here in this series. I mean, they're at home again, and but they've been at home in many of those of those eighteen that they've lost, and they have never figured it out. Uh, I think Tampa Bay is an interesting story against the Rangers. I mean, Randy Rosarena has been one of the best primetime performers, whether it's the playoffs or the WBC, since he broke through as a rookie. And now he gets that stage again. Can he dial it up to that next level? I think the Rays are always an interesting watch in the playoffs. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, who've been kind of a sneaky under-the-radar team because of their pitching, we found out yesterday that Brandon Woodruff is not going to be available for this series against the Diamondbacks. He was broken up, too, about it. And the bummer is, is I don't. when did they clinch the Brewers? It, it took them a while ago, a wh- like a week. Okay. So he said he basically pitched through some pain, and then he said, "I I thought I would be okay." Went out to throw. No, it's got the it's the capsule thing that I think Joe Musgrove went through uh, in in his arm, and I mean his status even if they even if they advance is is unknown. They don't know that they'll be able to use. Him. I mean that's your that's your number two man. Like that's that's your guy. So the Brewers just continue to just get kicked in the shins. You know every time when the playoffs roll around. Um, do they have the offense? I don't know. They've got they've got some good arms. You know, typically you think, hey, I've got this incredible pitching rotation. You got to have guys that can hit the ball out of the ballpark in the playoffs. That's what you need. The in, and the numbers are there. You out homer your opponents. Your record's staggering. So um, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be really, really fun. I'm really keen to watch that Rangers Rays series to see how see how this goes. I'm af- I'm afraid for the Rangers that it's not going to go well for them. You know, but... I, Jordan Montgomery is their game one starter. He is he's incredible. Now Tyler Glass. Now I've seen that guy get roughed up in the playoffs. I feel like I need to go back and look. I feel like I, I see him get roughed up in the playoffs more than I see see him succeed. Uh, but he's been pitching really, really well lately. So it's going to be. I mean, it's like a that's a damn heavyweight fight in the first the first round, first and then, game. And then you've got two teams that are looking to do what the Houston Astros most recently did: go from a hundred losses, yep. and build their way into the playoffs and win a World Series title. The Arizona Diamondbacks and Baltimore Orioles both lost a hundred and ten games two years ago. And now they're in the postseason. Baltimore with 100 wins and a bye. Arizona going to be taking on the Milwaukee Brewers. And seems like that would be a tough road for Arizona to get through Brewers on the road and then an NLDS. And you got to place the Braves at some point, the Dodgers probably both ways. That's that's a tough road, but just getting to the playoffs is pretty incredible. And then on the other hand, the Astros, I mean, if they do somehow find a way to win another World Series, you're starting to get into... Dynasty talk, Dynastic. aren't you? For the Houston Astros, as much as it may seem distasteful to baseball, going to be hard to deny if they win a third World Series ring here in the span of half a decade. 
they will truly be the the dominant team of this era if they can get that done this year, and they'll have that opportunity as well. So lots of storylines for the MLB postseason, which begins in three hours and 45 minutes. I can't call it, man. I can't. I'm, looking at these, I'm looking at these matchups tonight going, yep, no idea. no, None whatsoever. Uh, I did see uh, the Marlins are plus 5,000, Ben, to win the World Series. Plus 5,000, the lowest. 50 to 1. 50 to 1. That's crazy. I, I mean, at the beginning of the season, I'm sure they were not 50 to 1, but there's only 30 teams, remember? Right. And now you're in the playoffs, and it's it's like now we still don't even have a 1 in 30 chance of making of winning the World Series. Yeah, no it's doubt. a good bet, actually. It's the it's the, it's playoffs. Anything yeah, it's playoffs. Can Anything can happen. Uh, Jesse Agler is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. We'll have our last Tuesday conversation of 2023 with the voice of the Padres. Wrap everything up. I do want to get into a little bit of the football. Uh, Watch last night's game. Ugly Monday night football game. But some other thoughts from uh, NFL action over the weekend and more. We'll get to that coming up next with Bennett Woods after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. For your small business, if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Apparently, your old pals, Ben and Woods, were uh, picked. What, what did we win? We won something. Here we go. <laughs> there it is. Good job. With you. Good job. Good job. Who? What? <laughs> the best part about that flub, you guys, is he said, I don't. You don't need to pull that. It's not that good. It's not good. And I I'm said, like, are, it you, was really are you good. out of your mind? It was one of the, that's a Hall of Famer. One more time. We're uh, picked. What, what did we win? We won something. Here we go. <laughs> there it is. Good job, Wizzy. Good job, who? Wizzy. Good job, Wizzy. Good job, Wizzy. Hold on. It's a little bit tired sounding. Hang on. Yes. Good job, Wizzy. You don't think that's a good flub? Good job, Wizzy. <laughs> I do say Woodsy. That is Cooper's. That is that's Cooper's town. That is simply. It's a great. Flag. It's a phenomenal. Yeah. Good job with it. Was it? Good job with it. Sounds like you're on barbiturates. All right, it's been in with me. Should I read the whole liner here that For way? For, Good, uh, job with yeah, exactly. Good job with it. In the huddle podcast. Good job with it. Do you, you have to like read it carpet. in the huddle podcast? Get at the heart of the NFL with the In the Huddle podcast. Please don't. Get at the heart of the NFL with the In the Huddle podcast. Former offensive lineman Brian Baldinger, NFL insider Jason Lockenfora, teaming up with Carl Dukes to take you around the league, give you the inside scoop on all the storylines that matter most. You can follow In the Huddle on the free Odyssey app. New episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And I wanted to get into Good a job, little. Baby. Thank you. Good job, man. Good job, with you. Good job. I wanted to get into just a little bit of NFL talk. Do we have to? You don't have to. Good job, with you. We can. I can just play that for the next time. I can literally until we have to go to break. We have five minutes. I would play the whole time. Would Hey, would they? I think for Padres fans, if you, if I told you. That the Padres just, I mean, had a terrible season, and every time you went to Petco Park, felt like they were losing all year long. I think you'd probably like nod, yeah. I went to like eight games, and they lost seven of them. They were terrible. So I think it would surprise people to know Padres were forty-four and thirty-seven at home. It does surprise. If you went to a game, you had a better chance of seeing a Padres win than a loss, and that is the case with a lot of teams. You know, they play better at home than they do on the road. That's common in all sports, including football. It's rare for a team to play so incredibly bad at home, though, that I was shocked by the stat from yesterday. The New York Giants have played two home games so far. They've been outscored 64 to three on their home field in two games, 40 to nothing, and then last night, 24 to three. Both have, in prime time. They are the only team that hasn't scored a touchdown in the first half of a game. This season, they have not scored one single. I bet, I bet twice on them. On them against them. Against them. Yeah. In the first half. Yeah. Like first half final score. It's one of the more solid. Be- I don't see the trend really changing <laughs> either. I I I know that that uh, watching the game last night, I did feel for for Danny Dimes. Spent the majority of the time running around looking for uh, a hole to run through. Uh, he rushed. Uh, he, he had a decent night with his legs, Ben, but. He was on his ass most of the night. When you can't protect a guy, it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. He he, he did make when he did when he did uh, have a shot to lead them down, get them back into the game. Just an, a horrible, horrible pick. Six. Now it's almost impossible to do your job when your offensive line is as bad as the Giants' one was last night. He was sacked eleven times. Eleven. And, eleven. And some of that is on a quarterback. You're not getting the ball off. You're not mobile enough. But. Last night was mostly on the offensive line. I mean, the Giants, I mean, Russell, uh, um, um, what the hell's his name? Geno Smith got hurt, uh, got kind of rolled up on on the sideline. They took him out of the game. They had to bring in Drew Locke, 
And I, you know what? Listen, Drew Locke much maligned. He was flipping the ball. The Giants were bringing pressure on him uh, late in the game, and he was like, no problem. Gets it out quick, gets the receiver, gets it to uh, um, big guy. What the hell? I'm losing my DK? mind. DK. DK. Yeah. Gets it to DK. DK's like, I'll do the rest. I mean, and, and ended up helping them I mean, win the game. If you're going to be a backup in the league, Geno Smith's a good guy to back up because he's lived through it oh, yeah. for many years and shown it's still possible. I loved his line. What was it? Uh, you know, they everyone wrote, wrote me, me off, off but I didn't write him back. Yeah, I didn't write him back. It was, was great. A, it was a great line. They talked about it last night. Uh, the Seahawks, though, have continually been, I think, underappreciated in the NFL. They've been written off a few times. Like Pete Carroll was written off, and when Russell Wilson was traded away, that was supposed to be a rebuilding year. They they go to the play. Didn't they go to the playoffs last year? They came within a game of the playoffs. I forget if they they were there at the end though. And then this year, you know, they turn that trade into draft picks. They get Devin Witherspoon, uh, the cornerback from Illinois, who really looks like a stud. He's the one who had the 97-yard interception return there as well. And two sacks uh, of Daniel Jones. I mean, he was unreal. 97-yarder. Oh, it was so close to betting Daniel Jones throws a pick, and I didn't do it. I didn't pull the trigger. Oh, so bummed. So, I mean, not a good game at all last night, but uh, some credit there to the Seattle Seahawks for going on the road across the country and uh, pulling off a fairly dominating performance. Now, had he not thrown that pick, could have been 14-10 there and an absolutely new game in the second half. And once he threw that pick, it was beyond done and it turned into kind of a... Let's just get us to the end of this game and get it over with. And at Sa- that point. Saquon's hurt, yes. And when is he due back? Mm, is he due back this season? It was high ankle sprain. Yeah, it was three, like a three weeks, they said, sort of injury. They've been kind of like, yeah, he could be back any week now, but you can't. A high ankle sprain, you really do need close to a month to Freaking even think about coming back. Pete Carroll, man, three and one, still coaching up that defense in Seattle. I mean, that was a, a they they really took it to him last night. They're a fun team to watch. They were as talking well. the uh, the new show on before us that uh, replaced Da Aggie and Perloff. We're talking about Pete Carroll. He's seventy two years old. Yeah, he looks great. For he 72. really does. Jeez. I mean, he's a ball of energy. In great shape, running around, chomping on his gum. They made the point he's the same age as the Golden Bachelor on the ABC show. Which starts tonight. Yes. My wife and I were discussing it this morning. <laughs> she said she's a little creeped out by it. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm a little creeped out by she, it, too. Is she not a silver fox sort of guy? I mean, she's, look at who she married. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Got some silver on the uh, I do. The beard on and the, the hair. side there yeah. as well. I'm like, why are you creeped out? This is... She's like, yeah, but the women are like his age. Like, All right, that makes sense then. No one would want to watch an old guy and a bunch of young girls. I promise you that. That would. <laughs> There's going to be well. a few younger though. Not like he's like seventy. He's seventy two. He looks so. fantastic. He does too. look really good, doesn't good he? Lord, I really got to start. Uh, somebody said it started last week. I didn't know they that. did. They're re they're replaying. They're all replaying at least, the first one tonight. If you missed it, I just it. looked yeah. it up. He's seventy two. Okay, they're all at least, and all of the women are at least sixty. I saw, oh, okay. I saw, so there's no I like even forty or that, fifty year olds. Yeah, they look pretty yeah. good. Well, they're closer to my age now than that's true than <laughs> your wife 40. is. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're a a sixty year old is closer to your age Correct. than your wife. Is. My mother in law yeah. is closer to my age than my wife. Is that true? Yeah, that's really cool, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. All right, Jesse Agler, who is uh, <laughs> closer to our age. Job, than I don't know that I'd call it cool. It's something. <laughs> it is something. Is going to join us next. Voice of the Padres as we wrap up the season on San Diego's job with number one sports division, 97.3 The Fan.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. One thing I know about this last Padre season, Jesse Agler and Tony Gwynn did a heck of a job. Always do, they man. Always do. We've got Jesse standing by. We'll have our uh, our final wrap up conversation each and as we do each and every Tuesday with the voice of the Padres. We'll do that after a check of traffic here on ninety seven three The Fan. Now let's go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, where I expect Jesse Agler is is getting to know his family again this morning. Uh, reintroducing himself to the wife and the kids after six months of uh, a lot of baseball. Jesse, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How are you? Doing well, Do you remember man. your name? Sort of. Who, who, who are you? What are you doing in here? Uh, why why are you telling me to take a bath, strange man? That's a little weird. That kind of thing. Yeah. You can't tell. You've yeah, been exactly. gone for six months. Yeah. We're not quite familiar with who you are, so we're not really interested in what you'd like. Uh, well, listen. So the the season's wrapped up. Get a little uh, breather, a little sigh, you know, sigh of relief. You hate that it's over. You're going to miss it in in a couple of days. We all do. Even though I said I wouldn't, I will. Uh, but you got the playoffs tonight, Jesse. Are, will you be uh, parked in front of the TV watching MLB playoffs? Or you need a little reprieve. It's funny because uh, it's not that I need a baseball reprieve. It's that first thing you mentioned, which was the kids, and so it's sort of like. There's not a lot of parking down in front of the television that takes place right That's now for fair. me, but um, I'll be I'll be following, yeah, watching. Um, you know, we we have like our own things that we're interested in aside from the obvious of like, oh, this is the sport that I just spent every day of the last seven months following. I'd like to see how it ends, right? Like, there's that piece of it, but then you know, there's also like, you know, you're happy for people that you know around the game who are going to get the opportunity whether it's somebody like Skip Schumacher, obviously, who I know you guys are also close with, um, or, you know, announcers that I'm friends with for other teams I'm excited for, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be following it as closely as is sort of reasonable while still, um, you know, trying to be a, a member of my family. Every season, good and bad, has its memorable moments. What is Jesse Agler going to remember the most about the 2023 Padres season? When you look back, something that will make you smile. At the end, at, you know, when you look back in time at this season, besides these Tuesday appearances, well, yes, yeah. yeah. 
Well, no, obviously, yeah, the incorporator is the main thing. Yeah, right. Um, but one. but out, outside of that, um, yeah, I mean, getting to watch. It's one of those things, 20 years from now, guys, we're going to be talking about, hey, remember how good Blake Snell was in 2023? Like, that's a, that's a real conversation we're going to have, um, just as people still talk about how great it was to watch PV in 07. And probably people, you know, who are still around that said, hey, Randy Jones in 1976 was basically throwing a complete game every other day and going out there and just shutting down the entire National League, started the All-Star game. You know, these, these things do not come around all the time, those sorts of seasons. Um, you know, kind of along those lines, you know, just sort of like watching Juan Soto become comfortable and go do his thing, watching Fernando Tatis Jr. turn into an elite, elite right fielder is something. And look, I mean, that's that's the thing about this season that's so maddening is that we could probably sit here for 15 minutes and come up with like a list of really great things from this year. And it, it just doesn't add up mathematically with what you know took place in terms of wins and losses this season so um yeah there's there's plenty of stuff to look back on and smile about but obviously it is a results oriented business and the results weren't there often enough for the team this year and so that's you know for better or worse that's going to be my lasting memory of 2023 similar to 2021 you know look back and and what do i think about in 2021 i think about running out of pitching and sort of the last six weeks of that season really struggling now the good news is that didn't matter in 2022, obviously. Um, and so, you know, you're hopeful that the struggles of this past season aren't going to matter next year either. Talking to Jesse Agler here on Ben and Woods this morning. Also, if you uh, forgot about Randy Jones' Cy Young season, he'll remind you, just just for the record, when you see him, he'll let you know. <laughs> Nobody pitched faster than Randy Jones in the history of the game. The, the best, the, an announcer's dream. For you, personally, which season was harder, this season or 2021? I've been going back and forth on it for me. Um, I tend to think this one, but that's just my opinion. What was, what was rougher for you? I, I think 21 was rougher in that this year it was sort of like all summer long. We're like, all right, it's going to happen. It's yeah. going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> you know, so like there was, there was some hope to grab onto, and it wasn't unreasonable hope. I, I, I still contend that, you know, we were right to expect them to go on the run, and obviously they eventually did just far too late. But, like, so there was, there was something, you know, it wasn't like you were showing up to the ballpark hanging your head like they got no shot tonight. You know, the last, like I said, six weeks, whatever it was, of 2021, it, I, I was kind of hopeless. I really was. Like, it, it sort of felt like, oh, man, this whole thing is falling apart. And, again, mainly because of the pitching situation. Like, they just didn't have enough healthy pitching, and you kind of knew, you know, that they were going to have to try and piece it together with, like, chicken wire and scotch tape every day. Um, you know, this year, even – when, you know, they kept bumping their head on 500 and then seemingly losing four out of their next five in like that repetitive cycle all summer long of what the heck is going on here. I still at some point expected them to kind of like turn the corner. Um, so I think because of that, I had a little bit more hopefulness as this year went on than I did the back end of 21 when, like I said, it just kind of felt like things were really, really, really difficult every single night. So that one was probably a bigger challenge. Um, for me individually, um, but neither one was, you know, particularly great, of course. I think I go with Woods. I feel like the disappointment was at least concentrated into a shorter yes. span in 2021, and it right. was kind of extended longer and more uh, torturous this season. But he's but- right. The promise, the promise of the corner turn 
<laughs> it was yeah. always it was there. there. It was dangling. It was, we did hear it all of 2021. Jace Tingler. We haven't even played our best baseball yeah, yet. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The, you know, Paulie, that all season long. Uh, Jesse, Pauly made, a, I thought, a really interesting point uh, earlier when he mentioned this year's team only lost seven more games than last year's team, 89 to 82, and over 162 games. That's one good week versus one bad week, and the rest of the season ex- essentially exactly the same. With, like, replace one great week with one bad week. And I think one of the hardest things for all of us to understand, even people who are in baseball, who live it every single day, including yourself and, you know, Bob Melvin, A.J. Preller, how small the difference is between a good team and a mediocre team, and a mediocre team and a bad team. It's not, it's not the oceans that you feel like you have to cross to get to the promised land. It really is. It's tiny little differences that make that really can really impact a season greatly. No question about it. And I mean, it's sort of related to that. I think we had the note on on Sunday in the last game. Like two years ago, there were four teams that lost a hundred games. Three of those teams are in the playoffs this year. So, like, it's it's a reminder, as you said, that it's not a chasm, even between a hundred loss team and an eighty win team. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's a lot closer than you think it is. Now, specific to what, you know, Paulie was saying about last year, this is where I remind everybody that up until mid-September a year ago, people thought that that team was dead in the water. You know, I think, you know, we look back at the 2022 team, understandably, as the team that won two playoff series and a team that was three wins away from appearing in the World Series. But the reality is they never fully hit their stride in the regular season in 2022 either. You know, I think, you know, they, they ended up doing enough down the stretch. They played some really good baseball the last couple of weeks of the season, and then they got hot in the playoffs. Um, and that's, you know, sometimes all that it takes. Um, but, you know, I can distinctly remember conversations we had and that Tony and I were having and that everybody in town was having literally mid-September of last year. You know, when people were like, I don't know about this team. I don't know if it's going to happen. So, you know, the, the difference between last year and this year, like you said, it's one good week. You know, had they had a, one other six-game winning streak, you know, at some random point in July or August, you know, maybe they're in a very similar position. But who knows? Maybe they wouldn't have made it out of the wild card this time. Um, you know, I mean, that's just sort of the randomness of baseball, particularly a short postseason series. But um, you're right. I mean, it's it's such a long season. There are so many games that there are so many opportunities where you go, man, you know, you can always look back and be like, if that series or that game or that doubleheader against the Diamondbacks, in you know, in reference to this season, you know, if it had gone the other way, things could have been totally different. But um, you know, you look at the Braves, who I think are clearly on paper the class of the National League. You know, that's that's the difference. You know, I mean, that's what I think everybody kind of thought the Padres were going to look like this year, um, but they ended up looking much more like the 2022 team than they did, uh, you know, this year's Atlanta team. Junior GM it for me, which I know is your favorite game to play on Ben and Woods, nope. uh, Jesse. Nope. Nope. Yes, yes. Hold on. <laughs> I didn't ask the question yet. So Blake Snell is going to make a lot of dough. He's going to win the Cy Young. Yeah. He's going to make a lot of money. You know, all the reports saying, well, we don't, we don't have any money. We have a, a limited amount to spend. But, you know, you could afford Michael Walker or Seth Lugo. Um, both of those guys I thought were phenomenal. You saw every pitch that they threw. If you had to bring back one, who do you think you would bring back? No favorites, just the, as junior GM Jesse Agler. Of those three guys? Uh, uh, well, no, two. Of those two, of Lugo Walker and Walker. If you could yeah. bring one of those guys back. Oh. And do you think they will? Um, I, I, I think you certainly have to talk to both of them. They were awesome this year, both those guys. Um, I, it, it would come down to, you know, the whatever made more sense in terms of dollars and cents. I don't, 
I don't have any, you know, sense of how that would go. Um, but, you know, if you can only bring one of them back, first of all, I'd love to bring at least one of them back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if I'm junior GM, I'm talking to both of them, you know, trying to figure out what the dollars and years look like and then kind of going with whatever makes the most sense for me. But you never know. I mean, some team could go crazy and offer a huge deal to one of those guys. Um, that wouldn't surprise me. Starting pitching is always at such a premium. And they were both outstanding this year. I, I and this is a put this one on the list of things that, you know, makes 2023 frustrating. Just kind of off the top of my head, did any other team in baseball have a better 4-5 than the Padres this No, year? no. Not close, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, if you got that good of a 4 and a 5, you would have thought you'd win a lot more games than they did. But again, that was just kind of how this year went. So what does, when it comes to, like, keeping in touch with Tony Gwynn and yeah, Dave Marcus, like? I mean, is it, hey, we'll talk to you in spring training or you do, like, weekly dinners? I mean, how... How much contact and, you know, conversations do you continue with your radio partner and your radio producer during the offseason? So it's a, it's a little bit different for everybody in the group, right? I mean, I'll throw Don and Mud in there as well. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Tony's birthday is tomorrow, oh, so yeah. he'll be getting a birthday call. Uh, but, you know, we see each other occasionally. Like the Padres have offseason events that we kind of all end up at. So we'll probably see each other at like a work function, you know, three or four times. Uh, over the course of the thing, um, you know, Tony and I have talked for a, a while now about trying to get the families together in the off season. So I'm going to try and prioritize that. Our sons are about the same age. So let them kind of, you know, run around like maniacs together and, you know, do a barbecue or something. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll talk pretty regularly base. Look, the other thing to remember is we're all baseball fans, yeah. right? So like something in the playoffs or some big signing or some big trade that takes place in December you know, the text thread is blowing up and we're talking about it just the way any other fans are talking about it. Um, but, you know, the reality is we've seen each other every single day since like Valentine's Day. So there's, 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 a, there's, a, there's a healthy distance, you know, that, that might be incorporated here. Um, you know, Mud is a, a big puppy dog, so he'll be checking in regularly. He's a wonderful friend like that. Um, Don always has something to text about most every day, if we're being honest. Um, you know, a baseball <laughs> that thing. That surprises um, me. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, we're we're all in touch. There's there's an element that, you know, probably like a psychologist's dream here, right? Like, there's an element of, like, we, we require each other's attention and company. You know, I mean, just like you get so conditioned to talking to these people and seeing these people every single day that it's sort of like you can't just go cold turkey and be like, all right, I'm not talking to you anymore. Ben can. Like, Ben's, like, oh, Ben's I, really good at going cold. On, actually, when, Ben's favorite good. thing to do. When, yeah, when Ben goes on vacation, it's like, all right, just text us, text us when you get back. Lose my number. We try to we try to keep him in case. He just doesn't care. Well, I think the other part of it, though, Jesse, is that the baseball offseason is surprisingly short. It, it, it feels is. long right yeah. now, but we'll watch the playoffs. They'll be over, and then there'll be a rush of the early, like the free agency and trades, and then they'll hit the winter yeah. meetings in December, and then we'll all have the holidays, and we'll be with our families, and then it'll be January. Woods and Paul go to fantasy camp. Yep. And we'll come out of that and we'll watch the Super Bowl and you'll be at spring training again. And it's it's like where did yeah. that off season go? I can't wait. <laughs> no, the 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 holidays definitely accelerate things, right? Like it's just that whole time of year, I think it's the same for everybody because there's so much time off work and school and stuff. Like that time of year flies. You know, like that month or whatever between Christmas and New I mean uh, Thanksgiving and New Year's for us in our house, it, it it goes by really really quickly and then as you said, oh, it's January. And spring training seems to get earlier and earlier every year. I mean, it's right around Valentine's Day now that I'm heading out there, and I know a lot of the players get there earlier. And then this year, of course, because of the the two games in Korea, 
against the Dodgers. Spring training's even a little bit shorter because uh, you know we're heading out there. So um, yeah, no, I mean it'll it'll be here before we know it, and um, that's that's fine by me. That's fine by me because I'm ready for next year. Well, thank you yeah. uh, as usual. I for love the last all the incorporator as well. Yeah. Uh, working in the minute bowl to get not fubsy, fubsy. but spindly, but spindly. And that was great. Yeah, it was great. Thank you, buddy, for everything, Jesse. You are the goat, and uh, just an honor to talk to you every Tuesday, my friend. Appreciate it. No, the, the pleasure is mine, and uh, always great catching up with you guys. Feel free to text every Tuesday at about 8.35 if you'd like. All right, we will. And, um, I we'll probably won't, going. let's be honest. Ben, and, ben will know. <laughs> do you have Jesse's number? I do. Check okay. down. I, ch- I Check text down. him sometimes. Okay, Jesse good. knows I do text him occasionally. When I, I know I've had like a really good sort of Jesse line when it tickles Ben, and I get a text from yeah, him because feels we have a very similar sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> it's good. It feels there it good. is. Thank there it you. is. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks again to everybody who listened all year. Love you guys. Thank you. Love you, yeah. buddy. On behalf of the tier ones as well, we all appreciate and love Jesse Agler on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. He's a wizard at avoiding my question about GMing. He hates when I junior I think, GM him. I think. <laughs> Uh, he was a little bit worried, like, should you trade soda? You don't want to go out on that limb. No, but no, I no, think, no, no. I think when you asked him the, the Lugo Waka question is, there's no right or wrong answer. No. And it's all positive because he was right. You'd love to have either of them back. And I think the answer was smart. Hey, if you can get either one of them to take a little bit like less, great. I mean, great. You know, you, you go with whatever is the slightly more affordable option because you're not really – you can't go wrong. I mean, they both have, obviously, you know, there's always concerns with Wockett's, the injury history. But, man, has anyone has anyone been a better back-of-the-rotation guy the last two seasons than Michael Walker? I mean, he has won, what is it, like 26 and 6 or something last couple of years with the Red Sox and Padres? I mean, that's incredible what he's done he has, the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I somebody in the chat said, oh, it's definitely Walker. And I say, man, I, I'd probably say Lugo. Lugo you feels know? like the bulldog, I, He feels, he feels yeah, like the knows? kind of bulldog you love to have well, you know, and, on your rotation. And Walker had that the dead arm, you know, yeah. th- this year as well, which he's had before. And doesn't mean he didn't have a phenomenal season. He isn't a great, great leader and teammate. Um, you know, a guy to cover too. He's great to watch pitch. So can't go wrong. I feel like I feel like maybe one of them's in the cards. When I was uh, little, I would get tucked in, and my mom or grandma would always say, "Don't let the bed bugs bite." Oh boy! Oh, Polly will give us an update on that in the Randall Report coming up next year on ninety-seven-three. The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom